Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to this week's Self Love Podcast. You know, this is a topic very dear to my heart, and I thought it was important that we bring this up, just even if we have a small chat about it in this week's quickie, and that is the importance of loving yourself. I know we hear it all the time. Love yourself. Look after yourself. Be good to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be positive with yourself. And we all know we should be. But the truth is, we find it much easier to dislike ourselves. We seem to find it easier to beat ourselves up, knock ourselves, and be negative towards ourselves. But I'm curious why that is. And what is this strange, degrading fallacy all about? Why do we do it? Well, I know it's easy to find fault or feel like everything is too hard or that sometimes it's different for you or no one understands I truly believe it comes down to the ability to love yourself or acknowledge the fact that you're not loving yourself. That really is the difference. Think about it. If you're not totally happy with where you're at right now, then I kind of think that's okay. You have a choice to change it. But guess what? If you really do want to change the thing that it is that you don't like about yourself, you know you have to act on it and do something about it. There is absolutely no point complaining about anything anymore. Just get onto it and do what needs to be done. I often think that it's so easy to fall into the trap of why we're not good enough. How come we can't have things go our way? The negative side of things. But really, what is the point in complaining? I think it's so important that when we look to people who have transformed their lives or have come through adversity or have somehow shown up and got on no matter what's happened to them, they really are the most inspiring types. And there is no reason why we ourselves cannot be that type too. Perhaps from now on, every time you're challenged, look at it as an opportunity Every time something doesn't go right, maybe have a question inside your head is, what can I learn from this? And I remember hearing a speaker just recently say, one of the best things you could say to yourself or ask yourself is, what is a more useful belief? What is a more useful action? So if you're sitting there thinking, I can't do it, I'm not good enough, I'm too tall, too short, too fat, too skinny, or whatever it is that the conversation that goes on between your ears What if you could sit there, take a deep breath and go, you know what, this is not helping. What is a more useful action or more useful belief? And sometimes when things don't go our way, a more useful belief is what have I got to learn here? Or a more useful thing to do would be I'm going to go outside and take three deep breaths and rethink this and then come in and approach it again. Too often we get caught up in our own negativity, our own BS, our own dramas within our heads that seem to have conversations that enjoy putting ourselves down. But you and I both know that if it was your daughter or your son or your best friend or your partner talking the way you talk to yourself, not only would you be disappointed, but you'd be incredibly saddened by it. We all know that when one of our besties or someone that we love dearly is feeling down on themselves, 
We know that it's not lies when we tell them what we think is great about them. We know it's not a lie when we're telling them all the beautiful things that there is to know about them. And we're certainly not showing any BS when we tell them how much we care. So why don't we do the same thing to ourselves? Maybe from now on, every step you take, every breath you take, every moment of every day is now an opportunity for you to be grateful and to say, I'm worth it, I'm beautiful, and I love myself to bits. It comes down to creating rituals, really, that can anchor this in and make it into a reality if you're not very good at it. And you just need to create opportunities to keep repeating those rituals and repeating those patterns until they become a habit and then the habit becomes an everyday new normal for you. For me, whenever I'm eating food, I'm always saying some sense of grace, even if it's not in front of other people. But every time I eat, I'm always conscious of how grateful I am to put healthy food into my mouth. And as I do, I also tell myself how much I love my body and love the fact that my body can assimilate this. Now, if I'm eating something that I shouldn't be, or maybe it's a little bit of a treat, or maybe I'm out and I've had a bit of extra something like a dessert, then I also have a little mantra that I say to myself, my beautiful body assimilates and eliminates with ease. Taking a moment to take a breath before you eat also helps to calm the digestive system and allows your body to prepare itself to do major digestion so that you get to assimilate all those incredible nutrients and your body therefore gains the absolute best advantage it can from what it is that you're putting into your mouth. But think about it. Every time you now eat, turn it into a ritual and be grateful for how amazing your body is. What about when it comes to your skincare? Maybe turning that into a ritual, being really conscious Every time you put your skincare products on your face or on your body or you wash your hair, really think about the the products that you're choosing. Are they chemical-free? Do they have ingredients in there that feed your body as opposed to harm your body? We know that things like parabens and phthalates and perfume and all these different chemicals, it has been said that most women do not leave their bathroom before lathering themselves between somewhere sorry, somewhere between 200 and 300 chemicals every single morning, even before they've left their bathroom. So what would be a nicer thing to do or say to yourself? Seriously, take a moment to really acknowledge your body, your hair, your face when you're putting on your beautiful products. Make sure you look at the ingredients. Look out for things that are nasty and harmful to the body. In the show notes, I've included an ingredients card for you to really think about the food and the skincare products that you're using and to look out for those ingredients that can be doing more harm than good. You know, even taking steps to ensure you're buying the best products for yourself and then creating rituals around how to use those products or eat those ingredients is one of the most beautiful forms of self-love. And you may indeed find that it helps limit or at least cut right down the amount of negativity and talk that you might be saying. One of my favorite daily rituals is to put on my diffuser. I love putting in a blend of oils or a couple of single oils. And as I do it, I really enjoy saying something for the day. It could be today's going to be a great day. Or as I put these drops into my diffuser, I'm conscious of my connection to Mother Nature. 
or it might be every as I place my drops into the diffuser today, I'm really intent on being as focused and disciplined as possible to get through my to-do list. It can be anything and everything you would like it to be. But again, it comes back to that intention. And every time we become more mindful of something that we're doing, it turns it from an everyday routine into a precious ritual. And a ritual means that you're taking care. And when we take care, it means we're being kind. And when we're being kind, it's obvious that we love and care for ourselves deeply. So I created a number of different blends in my beautiful company, 28. Peace and meditation and instant calm are my favorite blends for at nighttime when I light a diffuser for my children or my partner, my husband, or myself if I'm at home alone. I really, truly enjoy the ritual of putting it on and knowing that I'm making a difference for those that are in the room. I also love to use it when I'm in the office and it really helps, as I said before, to get me really focused and really set for the day. Oils, Oil blends like focus and clarity, energy and vitality are beautiful oils for when you're working or studying. And then my everyday feel-good oils, things like balance and harmony, celebrate and uplift, courage and confidence. If it's a date night, it might be romance and intimacy. But all of these beautiful blends or your favorite brands blends are just beautiful things to do to, again, create a space and to make the time to say, I care for me. You know, we're all really good at saying um, the negatives, as I just mentioned, but wouldn't it be fantastic to become that person who's really good at saying the good? And if you can't say nice things to yourself, then imagine yourself as a little girl or a little boy How would you talk to that person? Because I can guarantee you there is no way you would talk to a small child the way you talk to yourself sometimes. One of my other favorite things to do for myself and just taking a moment to say I'm worth it, especially when I'm busy, is to do a lavender and peppermint foot bath. I've been to kitchen shops over the years and got those large catering stainless steel bowls, and I recommend every home should have one. I then love to place a flannel on the bottom of the bowl and my absolute favorite choice is to then put two large marbles on top of the flannel, fill it with nice warm to hot water, add my four to six drops of my chosen oils, in this case lavender and peppermint, three drops of each, agitate the water and then immerse my feet. You can even add half a cup of magnesium salts to this and oh my gosh, talk about give you an all over upper Uh, upper lift, (laughs) uplift. (laughs) It's the best thing because even though it's just your feet that you're treating, it's incredible how much better you feel all over when you do something like, which may seem luxurious, but it's actually a really beautiful ritual. And that is taking a lavender and peppermint foot bath. You know, when you work, uh, work out and you're exercising or moving or at the gym, you know, we do know that the body releases amazing chemicals and endorphins that make you feel good. And every time I've moved my body, I have to be honest with you, there's not been once where I've gone out for a walk, a jog, a class, Pilates, personal training or yoga or anything at all and come back and gone, ah, wish I hadn't done that. We know that moving our body is one of the most powerful ways to say that I love myself because a body is designed to move. A body was absolutely put on this planet to move and not be sedentary. 
So it could be walking barefoot on the grass outside. It could be walking barefoot on the beach. It could be going for a jog. It could be walking over to a neighbor's. It could be swimming in the local pool or at your beach. It could be dancing. It could be gardening. It could be doing your housework with real volition and intensity and intention around making it into a workout. Any of these things are fantastic ways to really connect with your body, be more grounded, and say that I love you. You know, on that note of walking barefoot, it's a really beautiful ritual in itself just to connect back into nature, to earth oneself, to ground oneself. There's been enough research and science to prove that walking barefoot on the grass or earth or dirt or sand is one of the most powerful things we can do to help raise not only our vibrational frequency, but also to help uh, boost our immune system, calm our nervous system, and actually just make us feel good. I don't know many people who don't go outside and say, "Mm, didn't enjoy that. We know that Mother Nature, Father Sky, however you want to look at it, is one of the most beautiful ways to connect back to self. And I truly believe the more time you spend in nature, whether it's hiking, as I say, at the beach or at the park or walking your kids or out for a walk with your partner or friends or whatever it is, when you're outside and you take a moment to look around the beauty and do you notice the trees, the flowers, the grass, the birds, the animals? It really is a special thing to do for yourself to top up your emotional tank, but also to plug back into your personal space and self. I know that decluttering for me is also a beautiful way to say that I love myself. You know, clearing out a drawer, tidying a pantry, cleaning out the fridge, cleaning out my wallet, all of these things are beautiful ways to say I love me. Because we know that when we declutter uh, physical space, it helps declutter the mind. And when we declutter the mind, we stop the negative talk so much because now we can fill it with beautiful thoughts and feelings and we're not getting that sense of overwhelm and stress. I think one of the most beautiful things I mentioned it very briefly just before is to say grace before you eat or set an intention before you put on your skincare. Do something that really gets you to take a deep breath. Another way to say thank you is my husband and I send each other a text if we're not together of three things we're grateful for for that day. Or if we are together at home and just before we go off to sleep, I'll nudge Danny and say, tell me three things you're grateful for. And we just love it. We love what it is. And it also gives us a chance to tell each other how much we care for each other. I love doing it with my kids and it's been a ritual I've done with them ever since they were little. But, you know, also writing in a gratitude journal is a really nice way. If you live by yourself or you're not in a partnership or a relationship, then journaling to yourself and writing that is a beautiful way, a beautiful memoir and a beautiful chance for you to really acknowledge the things that you've done. I really remember hearing uh, Oprah talk about her gratitude journal many years ago, and she's been doing it for so many years that she says she can pick up an old journal and look at the date and the things that she's grateful for on that day. And it really reminds her either of how far she's come or what she was really doing in that space and time of her life. I think it's a really beautiful thing to do is to just make the time to say that you care for yourself. By doing this is another loving self-care ritual. Smiling is also one of the most perfect ways to communicate to the world that you care and that you're giving it your best. 
I know that when I see someone who's not smiling, one of my daughters in my favorite competitions with one another is to see who can make that person that's not smiling smile first. And even if you don't get the smile back, or even if you don't get a reciprocated smile, we also know that it's really hard not to smile at someone who is smiling at you. So give it a chance. Even if you don't feel like smiling yourself, sometimes smiling at another is one of the greatest gifts that you could give to humanity. I know that these are all fairly small rituals in some ex- to some extent, and I appreciate that not all of you will really want to do these things. But I can promise you over years and years of research and practice, it is the simple things, the little things that really do give you the most in return. They may seem small, maybe even insignificant on a big scale, but every one of them says to me, I love me and I matter. So if you can take nothing else away from today's podcast, it's that there's no more excuses, no more if only, no more I don't have enough time or money, or no more living in the past. As of here right now, if you're listening to this, take it as a sign. This moment is a chance for a new beginning, a new moment to say, I do matter, I do care. If you're still struggling, though, on how to change your mindset, then how would you want your teenage son or daughter to love themselves? How would you want your infant to love themselves? How would you want to hear your best friend talk about him or herself? How would you like to see your mum and dad speak? What would you like to hear them say about themselves? More importantly, how would you remind them of their goodness, their strengths, their beauty, if they were running themselves down or not making an effort to care for themselves? I think it's time to acknowledge that we all have the best advice for someone else. Today, it's your chance, your opportunity to take that amazing advice on for yourself and create your own special self-care rituals. And remember, by doing so, you become part of an incredible ripple effect. Everything positive that you say or do does indeed have an effect, not only on your own vibrational energy and your own self, your own soul, but on every single person around you. No more, I'm not good enough. Here's the chance, the time to start a new trend and to say for once and for all, life is good, I'm worth it, I matter, I care, and I love me to bits. I hope you've enjoyed this week's self-love quickie. I sincerely appreciate you tuning in. Check out all the notes and all the links, especially if you're keen on getting yourself some beautiful, precious skincare and chemical-free skincare and beautiful 28 essential oils. That is the love of my life as far as the creation and the creativity I've put into that company. And my beautiful team and I look forward to servicing you in the best way that we can. I know that oils and skincare and all these precious things that I've talked about today are one of the most beautiful ways to take care of yourself and give yourself that little extra boost. So enjoy, take care. Thanks so much for tuning in and for all your comments and feedback, your messages to me and the five-star ratings never, ever go unnoticed. I really appreciate your reviews, guys, and it keeps me wanting to keep on creating the content that I hope makes a huge difference to you and your life. Take care, be kind. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family and head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. 
That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.